Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So our assignment... <clears throat> Ooh, I have a frog in my throat. Hang on a second. <laughs> our assignment for this week, our practice is to notice the still small voice, to just be aware of it. The assignment is not to act from it, figure out what it's saying, decode its message, or understand its instructions. The assignment is simply to be here, attentive, present, and receptive when intuition speaks. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning. This is Julian calling from Portland. Well, good morning, Julian. What are you seeing? Well, uh, this morning, just sitting out on my porch, I was experiencing a lot of anxiety around the state of the world, (laughs) and I heard a little voice just say, but is this moment, is this is this stressful right right here? <laughs> how, how about now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't. And it isn't. Um, I think there's just, ego is just so full of fear about a future, you know? Well, Julian, if I may, um, ego is fear. And it only appears to exist in the past and the future. And so, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it wants to talk to us about. Yeah. For me, it manifests in, in like, telling me I need to be prepared. And, and of course, like, there's, uh, through this practice and, and just, you know, being, having more experience, I, I see it's just not really possible to be prepared for anything so well well except for your current experience was which is you can be prepared to be present Mm. which means being present yeah right which is Mm -hmm. all the preparation (laughs) available to us to be here (laughs) For whatever whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like letting myself he- really hear you say that, and because that was your experience, right? That that mm-hmm. is what happened. You were sitting there, present, and the still small voice encouraged you to notice that. Right now, you're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that is truly, like, the place I want to live from, you know. Yes. Yes. Because otherwise, what we get to see is, so there you are sitting on your porch. I'm guessing that's a pretty nice place to be. And... And ego would have you be miserable. Yes. Worrying about something imaginary. I mean, I'm, I'm 
<laughs> anyone who is paying any kind of attention at all knows that it, it would it would behoove us to kind of wake up and and start living as if we would like life as we know it to go on more than a couple more years. Um, right? So, I mean, that, that really is true. So there, there is a place between uh, I need to sit here on my porch frantic about an imaginary apocalypse and I need to just go unconscious and, and not face the the reality of what what we're doing to this planet that we share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and of course that space is like, you know, this beautiful jade climbing up the side of the porch and yes. and even planes and traffic. I mean, it's all, you know, when I'm with it, there's nothing not to love about it. It's just it's, and I don't want to miss it. You know? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because if it all ends this afternoon, we don't want to have missed a second of it. No. And of course, it was always going to end. Like life ends too. Like it's it's not up to me anyway. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you and, for this reminder again, every day. Yeah, and and I just want to underline that last point though, because uh, because it. It's important to me, and I and I do think it's part of our awareness practice uh, that that yes, everything is up to life, and we are life. Yeah. So, our our choice is to be here, and to be uh, and to be happy, right? To be present and be the happiness that life is, and to also do our part to take care of what takes such good care of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So love that jade plant and maybe uh, maybe find it a friend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, thank okay. you so much, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thanks, Julian. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello? 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 Catherine? Catherine? Hey, Catherine. Hi. Uh, Sorry, I accidentally muted myself there. Um, I I had an experience uh, this week of uh, the still small voice um, speaking in one of the many flavors, uh, one of the many different tones, um, and it it was it was felt like a really profound experience. And what I'm still practicing with it. And the the situation was I was speaking with my financial advisor about the possibility of moving to a, a senior living uh, community. And uh, we were looking at the money and talking about the possibilities. And where, where I was going was up in my head, trying to figure it out, trying to make the right decision, and realizing I don't know. I don't know how to make the decision. And when I saw I'm up in my head, 
um, I heard the voice say, trust life. And, yeah, and what, what that, where I went with that, and I'm still looking, still practicing, um, was that uh, I, I believe that I will know the decision to make, whether it's the right, quote-unquote, right decision. There's, it, it will be the decision, so it will be fine and not irreversible <clears throat> if I change my mind. So, and also a way I'm practicing with that is to trust, um, trust information I'm given from life. So like the prior conversation about getting really present and also if there are steps we can take to help the planet, to help others, to live our lives, how we want to live our lives, however that is, that that information is available. And, it, it, and everything is okay in that sense. It's like I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to ponder it. I don't, there's a whole lot of ego stuff I don't have to get into. Mm. Yes, that's so beautifully stated. So here's a fairly large decision you're going to have to make. And you watch how the ego process wants to figure it out, to make sense of it, to realize what, to, what, what is the right decision. And there's where practice kicks in, right? Because there's awareness of, oh, wait a second, the attention just moved to conditioned mind to a familiar process of figuring it out. And as soon as that, that is noticed, there's the expansion of awareness where the still small voice can come in. And the voice didn't say, oh, Catherine, here's the decision to make. You need right. to do X or Y. What it says is trust life. And, it, and, and we move to a, such a different place in relationship to the content of our life from, what the, still, from the wisdom of the still small voice. Because what, what you got to as a consequence of that is relax. It's not about making the right decision. It's not making a, it, it, it trust life in the sense of you can be with any decision that happens. Yes. And then, right, we, it's, it's like, okay, I make this decision and I find out it's not, a, not the decision that, is, that I was supposed to make, but then I'm able to be with it and I learn from it. And then, as you said, it's not irreversible. I can make another decision. But that, that place of fear that it's only the right choice that allows me to have the right experience versus if I tr come from the place of trusting life, then there's such a level of freedom because no matter what the circumstances are, I'm going to be okay. It's all mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Yeah? And that there's information, as you said, whether it's the fate of the planet or the fate of my body, uh, yeah. there's always going to be information about what the next step is. And that never comes from worrying about it. Right. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's, that's absolutely right. And that I can, um, that I, and also, so uh, climate change is something that is, I worry about. I can worry about that. And and um, ego wants to take that to anger and hate and frustration. And where where trusting life 
goes for me is not, well, it's out of my hands. Uh, life is in charge. As Sherry pointed out, we are life. That um, it, what drops in, I can seek information. What drops in is steps for me. Um, and I can, and if I take a step and it turns out, hmm, maybe I want to try something else, I can do that. That life, mm -hmm. right, life supports all of that. Mm -hmm. And it, yes. it, oh. it's, it supports the exploration. Yes. It's, yeah. it's the peace quote from this morning, uh, like Catherine, it's what Sherry, Sherry says, the greatest gift that I can give to life is love. Yes. And, and so yes. life is loving. And so there's such a contradiction. If that's a loving, uh, if life is loving, then somehow or the other, climate change won't happen. The planet won't be dying. The, the you know, species won't be, be being wiped out and we wouldn't be such an unconscious human race that's creating that impact in the world. But that's not true, right? That's, so we can go to that hatred for hatred and anger and frustration that, that we, we can't alter that state of affairs. But going back to the still small voice of trusting life allows you to be in the exploration in love, not hate. Yes. And in taking the steps that you're meant to take. Because if you look at it and go, well, I have to save the planet, then you know, we're going to retire in overwhelm and frustration very quickly. But it's like, what can I do? What, what can love do? What can this note of yes. intelligence do? That's, the, that's only and always my, my choice. And even then, even with taking that choice, you may not be able to affect the outcome, but that's not the point. You haven't left love. And if you don't leave love, then that's the best gift you can offer because if everybody didn't leave love, then we would be in a better situation. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Yes, I think of the I think of the fires that are just destroying so much of the you know certain parts of the country right now, and and I think of the fire of hatred, and I've been there, I have totally been there, and um, what yes I can love, I can offer that, and offer a willingness, and yes. and uh, yes and trust that that um, that's the path because that's that's the path I want to live. And in the, in the wisdom of that real, continued practice realization, there is no other path. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, just because we have fires of hatred in our heart, it's not like that it's, it's much more effective in changing the outcome. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it just destroys. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't move, move the agenda forward in any way. Quite the opposite, in fact. Right. Yes. Yes. It, it drains energy. It just makes us suffer, and uh, yeah. And then the, all the anger and fear does nothing but cause suffering. It doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. love is a much, much better, more, more joyous <laughs> path. <laughs> oh, amen, sister. Okay. Thank all you, right. Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I think often about that, uh, uh, I think it's Woody Allen's quote about if only neediness and insecurity were attractive. I think mm -hmm. if only anger and mm -hmm. hatred would save the world, <laughs> yeah. it, it would be saved. 
because there's so much of yeah. it. Oh gosh, yeah, and 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 the the sadness is that we are we are life and we are love, and then mm-hmm. ego gets in there for the parasite that it is and turns that love into hatred, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know then we. We we can fall for an assumption that hateful people are are really that way, <laughs> rather than no no <laughs> no. It's, was that a sneeze? Bless you. Yes, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. Bless you. Um, but anyway, that just to remember that it's ego. It's not people. It's ego. There's a vast difference between those two, and um, and if we yeah. stick with love, then well, we have now. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Tomorrow, this afternoon, <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We, yeah. All right. Here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dog sitting. It's Todd. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, I'm gonna have to mute myself. I, sorry. I, I, I've never had a chance to uh, to have this kind of conversation with the dog. Ashwini, was that Todd? Did we lose him, or is he? Making peace with his little pal. He, we, uh, he's making peace with his little pal, so I heard him say he needs to mute himself, so let me bring on the next caller. Oh, okay. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Next caller. You're not live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Quinny. This is Chris in North Carolina. Hello, Chris. Howdy, howdy. Well, I was looking at uh, just it, it, like everybody looking at the still small voice, and uh, the experience I'm having is how uh, kind of similar to last week with joy. Um, that the more that I look for it, the more that I find it, that it's actually way more prevalent and present than conditioning ever would give credit for. I mean, it's just everywhere. Um, it's so, just yeah. everywhere. In fact, we could just say it's just everything. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of and cases. It certainly. Well, it oh, certainly lets us know. It certainly lets us know why that voice of ego has to work so hard to keep yeah. us connected. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It has to be at least as nonstop as the the guidance from life is. <laughs> yeah. And loud. It's probably loud too, as as we all say. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of places that uh, that were interesting, well, a bunch of places, and one was uh, so uh, making a cup of tea and uh, adding a little bit of cold water to get it to the right temperature. And so you could just feel, uh, you know, that it's a, it's a be-in-the-body experience and how uh, intuition was really taking into account everything. You know, the what's the projected temperature of the tea, the the water that's being added, the the cup it's in. You know, just all those factors. It was just automatically considering. And then I begin to pour the water, and it's 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 actually taking into account the pace at which the water is being poured, 
you know, all of it. It's just, it's just so impressive. And then uh, it, uh, it doesn't, it, I, I find it just really fascinating because I had assumed that it would tell me when to stop. But I know we've been talking about how it never really, it never really tells us anything, but it just really reaches a tipping point and it lets me know when the tipping point has been reached. And then it's up to me to say, okay, well, I'm, I'm in on that or I'm, not, or I'm not in on that. So, yeah. Well, it, that is so, uh, that's so wonderful. Because as you were describing that, uh, you know, only ego could take credit for all of that. Yeah. Right? With, because when you lay it out like that, step by step, it is so obvious. Now, I, I've known you for a while. I know you're a super smart guy. Um, uh, but you're not smart enough to do all of that. Yeah, exactly right? so. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so, the intelligence, when we use a, uh, an expression like the intelligence that animates, we kind of want to just start doing full prostrations yeah. to that intelligence, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the way that it takes everything into account. And everything. and I just listed a few things. It really is, it's yeah. taking into account what's happening over in China or, or, you know, all of it. So, yeah. Well, because it's everything, right? Because as that's going on, the blood is moving through your body and all the, all the uh, everything is firing, everything is happening. You're hearing, yeah. you're seeing, you're yeah. feeling, you're smelling, you're yeah. tasting, you're touching, you're... You know, all, all of these things are happening for you, right? And then let's just take that out. Yes, all the way to China and in every direction. That yeah. is happening for everybody, for yeah. everything, all the time, in every split second. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, as we always talk about in this place, or usually it's uh, – the, the audacity to, uh, oh. to for conditioning to attempt to uh, take credit for it for one thing, but to assume that it can produce something even remotely as comprehensive, or I don't know how to describe yes. it, but yeah, as well that it have it, that it can have a better idea, <laughs> a better idea, yeah, right, that That's, it can figure something out and have yeah. a better idea and get a better result. Wow, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, get a better result. As, as in addition to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't have words because humbling doesn't even come close. It, it doesn't. It's just, it's just to realize that we're completely insane. <laughs> and yep. this, and yep. this, uh, it, you know, it's just it's a miracle that that we that we don't manage to hurt ourselves worse than than we already are. <laughs> we do. Going, yeah. By yeah. going with that system, that insane, insane system. Yeah. Yeah, and then with that, it's like, uh, uh, you know, I can see that when there's a conversation, if I'm engaged in a conversation in conditioned mind, I still could uh, uh, go through that whole uh, tea tempering ceremony and not skip a beat. I mean, just allow life to do that while I'm in a conversation in conditioned while mind. While you're busy supporting ego. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and then just go about drinking my tea happily. And, of course, conditioning, like you say, would absolutely take credit for it. You know, I, I did oh, yeah. that, yeah. 
Yeah, good job, Chris. Good job. <laughs> right. that, that was amazing that yeah. you were able to do right. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're funny, aren't we? You know, we're we talk uh, uh, sometimes about little kids, you know, with that kind of uh, superpower <laughs> orientation. You know, I put on my cape and I can do anything. I can, I, I'm doing everything. Um, and we're not that far away from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. All right, well, very well, good. Very fun. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Enjoy, Happy. Thanks, Chris. And looks like we have time for one more caller, Sherry. So here we go. All right. Hang on, Chris. Let me mute you. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? This is Brian in North Carolina. Hey, Brian. Hey, um, so this has been, um, uh, the word that comes to mind is a transcendent experience just uh, this past week. The, the real thing that emerged was a sense, like a visceral sense, an experience of calibrating and calibration. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the week before with joy helped in this so much because the week before with joy there was a whole bunch of looking to you know to the mind to the knowing to conditioning to like well where is the joy what does the joy look like remember to notice it and you know, sort of having a sense of there being joy somewhere out there but not so much sense of how to tune into it mm-hmm. versus like just the the clarity of uh you know, to notice the still small voice, just the clarity of the assignment was just ah, it it was uh, a, a basically just a stunning experience. That it it, it it like my like like uh, Chris like it's kind of always there if I'm open to it. Um, it's it it's really a magic really a magic week of uh, dropping dropping the one voice and being open to the guidance. Mm-hmm. So it was a it's a magical and trans- tra- transformative week because there was it was accessible to you. So last week it was much more difficult to have attention on joy because conditioned mind would attempt to determine what that joy is or where it is or whether you were feeling it or not. But the ability to tune into that still small voice uh, was a was sort of recalibrating. It was it was there. You could notice it. You could feel it. it was, and as Chris said, it's always here. And that feeling of being in touch with it, as you said, Brian, it's truly magical. And also conditioning would like to take credit for the prior week of distracting me successfully. And just put my perspective, <laughs> like, well, you know, so you better watch out, Brian, because you're susceptible to it. You're in an undulation now. It doesn't taste, it's not quite the same as it was earlier in the week. And uh, just my experience, when I, when I look at it from any place, of just, you know, dispassion. I'm not, you know, not, I'm not stepping outside that story at all. all. What I see is like, oh, life was actually letting me have the experience of, cal- of how I'm calibrated in one sense to ego and to being in the head so that the, when the experience drops in of being with life, it was really clear. So ego didn't do anything the week before. There wasn't a problem so, before. Uh-huh. So, the, so a couple of things around that. 
So there's a, there's the, here you are calibrated to the still small voice and enjoying listening to this voice rather than the voice that you normally listen to. And there comes in to say, okay, well, you know, I'll give you this one, Brian, but watch out because I was always, I'm always able to interrupt you. And then there's a shift in perspective which allows you to see that all we're ever being shown in life, by life, is how we're calibrated differently in different situations. What does it feel like to be calibrated in, 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 to conditioned mind versus being calibrated to life? And so there doesn't have to be anything wrong about that. It's just what my experience is, and I get to be present to that. Yeah. The salient point you're making is there isn't anything wrong with what happened to you last week. Yeah, yeah, and that, that like the conditioned perspective or the identity would say, oh, well, you work so hard, but you're still struggling. It's, it's like such a, such a non-starter conversation this week. It's like I, what was happening last week was just part of what's happening this week. And, you know, and so, yes, so the first four days of the assignment, it was just blindingly fresh and everywhere the the way the way insight is and then and so 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 it'll undulate away so maybe i don't it maybe you know but it doesn't matter because it's still unfolding the way it unfolds it's like it's really nice to not i don't just like to have that faith that oh well i didn't have an experience of calibration and now i do and even that is such a head place right uh brian because as we were talking about in the first conversation the only thing that i've ever attempting to practice is to be present to the moment. So this whole conversation about last week and this week really yeah. only happens as a comparison in the head. <laughs> right now, what's my experience? I'm here calibrating to whatever I am I'm calibrating to. And there's awareness that assists me in the next moment to calibrate to what I'm calibrating to. And, and you're exactly right. There is no requirement to indulge a conversation about comparison and how you performed or what, what, your, what the assessment was or about the future in which conditioning is going to take away this experience. And, and it brings us to that place we've been talking about over and over again is, in practice, I'm not going for a particular experience. Being identified is not more preferable than being disidentified. It's being aware that is all I'm practicing. Right. Right. All, all it ever does, all conditioning ever does, says, look over here, look over here, look over here, look over here. It has a bunch of ways of saying it. And yeah. it feels really clean to see it that way as that process rather than all of the personal, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. personal yeah. things it throws in front of that, on top of that. Precisely. And that is why we, we, we diagram processes and uh, pull apart ego as subpersonalities and voices and things like that, right? Because what we get to or look at all the bamboozles of conditioned mind. Because once we realize it's a process, it has these attributes, it does the same thing, we get to that place that you're pointing to, which is it's not about the content that's wrapped inside of it, which is all about me and what I'm doing wrong and how I never perform and all of that. All of the words within the conditioned process can be completely ignored. I, I, I see what it is, the process of egocentric karmic conditioning, so I'll say it, I could redirect the attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, uh, 
really just uh, a really um, just a you know a, a literally a mind blowing experience. It's really it's, it, in a, in the very best way. Yes, well, in the in the truest way. Yes. Yeah, mind blowing experience, and as you said, very clean. Yeah. Because it's binary. Either I'm in that process or I'm here. <laughs> I'm listening to one voice or the other, and all I need to know is if I'm here, I know where I am, which is the point. Yeah, yeah, and like when I'm not, then life knows where I am, and it's still okay in a way that yeah. transcends all of it. It's like it's, yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. We're waking up. That we, we're waking up. We're waking up. That, that's what we're doing. It's a good thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the best Do we thing. get another assignment today? Yes, we yes we do. Noon Pacific. Oh boy! All right. All right. Been fun. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Thank you everybody. We'll talk to everyone next week. All right. Bye bye.